This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello, I'm Sumiko Tan, Executive Editor of The Straits Times. Welcome to the Lunch with Sumiko podcast series, where I get up close with newsmakers over lunch and a selfie. I think at heart, I'm quite a playful, somewhat naughty boy, a bit out of the box and not really conforming. That's me and my natural self. But I've had to curtail my natural self quite a bit. In 2018, senior counsel Edwin Tong made a career switch. The lawyer, who was a member of parliament, joined the government as the senior minister of state. In July 2020, he was appointed minister for culture, community and youth, as well as second minister for law. I'm Sumiko Tan, executive editor of The Straits Times. I'm meeting Mr. Tong at the Garden Slug, a cosy cafe in his Juche constituency. Over Pasca, he tells me how these two years in government have been a roller coaster ride. He also shares what he misses most about being a lawyer and how his public persona doesn't quite reflect his true, more playful self. As someone who entered government, you know, later, like in your late. 40s? 40s, yeah. Uh, what do you miss most about your private sector life? Well, in private sector, you can get away with doing a lot of things in relative anonymity. You don't have to be in a public glare all the time. And uh, you also can focus on your very specific goal and interest. At the same time, I think the benefit of being in public life is that you are able to then be in a position to make a difference with policies and the kind of direction that we set as government. You oversee two ministries now, uh, as second law minister and also in MCCY. Um, how different are these ministries and what are your priorities? The good thing about law is that the basic details and the fundamental points and the policies I, I'm more or less familiar with in my days in practice. So I know the technical speak and I can absorb it fairly quickly. What I need to do is work out what the policies are working with Minister Shamugam and also now SPS Rahayu who is at Minlaw as well. The key for Minlaw I think is to see it as a means to an end, to ensure that we grow Singapore's economy, to make this a first-class legal industry and to make sure that people see the value of coming into Singapore. So for the next six months or one year, what's the biggest challenge on your plate? Well, I think we have to make sure that we have no rifts in our society. PM in particular spoke at the rally about external influences and I think we see quite a bit of that from time to time. Some are more overt, some are less so, but oftentimes even if they are not so overt, it's very pernicious. And we have also have to watch out for divisions and factions in society, not because of people being malicious, but it's because of people having different philosophies of thinking. I mean, take the 377A, We've explained why we think that was a right move, important for us to do so, and also keeping the balance. And it is important for us in government to be out there explaining the position to them, understanding how they see it, and really trying to find a new equilibrium and a new compact for us to move forward on. As a member of the 4G, um, how do you think the next GE will play? <laughs> That's going to be a hard question. I think it's really about making sure that we pull together as a country. Much as we make progress on a number of things, you know, in our hardware, in our infrastructure, in development of, you know, say flats and you know, faster trains or more trains, better healthcare. I think what moves the needle on the country in the next bound, in particular, is our sense of cohesion. 
we have seen so many examples of other countries in the world, other societies, you know, with lots of natural resources, lots of assets, but torn apart because the people don't get along. And I think we can't assume that in Singapore that won't happen. So I feel that that's going to be a big part of how we move forward as a country as we progress. And we will have to pay more attention to commonalities as Singaporeans as opposed to focusing on diversities. What did you enjoy about being a lawyer? Well, I, I enjoyed the cut and thrust of being in court. You know, the different uh, things that we had to do to keep the point alive, to press the point and to persuade the judge uh, to my way of thinking and how I saw the case. I also enjoyed the fact that in litigation, we dealt with a broad range of different cases. The substratum of facts and the type of cases you're involved in, the factual matrix, all vary. How would you describe yourself? I think at heart, I'm quite a playful, somewhat naughty boy, uh, a bit out of the box and not really conforming. That's me and my natural self, but I've had to curtail my natural self quite a bit. The people who know me best were the ones who knew me when I was in my shorts catching spiders with them. And I think I enjoy my time with them the most because they see me as you know, who I was, not who I am today. Okay, thanks very much for having lunch. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Lunch with Sumiko, a podcast series by The Straits Times. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Check out my previous interviews with newsmakers and don't forget to subscribe to Lunch with Sumiko on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.